Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, back with Matt Goddard, who is a bit of a legend when it comes to CRM systems. Uh, big in the game at uh, Repit, although recently left and set up his own business. Um, Matt, there are so many CRMs out there for letting and estate agents with a new generation of new ones coming mm. on, like your life cycle and your street which are more of, I would describe as a business generation tool, which just happens to hold customer records. What is the, what is the future of CRMs in the UK? Talk to me. And probably let's kick off. Who are the main ones that people should potentially consider? And I appreciate you are X repit and I know you're a big fan of it, mm -hmm. but I think, it, I think it's important that you highlight the other main competitors and be the bigger man. So, yeah, no. so let's leave repit to the end. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I do like repit as well uh, because my clients say it's good as well. Yeah. So I think we'll just get that one out of the way. Right, come on then. Well, that's all right. As you know, I, I bleed blue and white from repit um, without saying I bleed green and yellow from my Fox and Stays boss, a very good CRM, but... Um, without sort of putting my tongue in the cheek, there's, there's, I have actually had some experience of some great CRMs over the years. Obviously, part of joining Repit and, and helping take lettings and client accounts to market was working with some amazing estate agents, helping them um, migrate over to the Repit solution. And through doing that, um, the first one that we dealt with was a CFP uh, Winman, a very, very good lettings client accounting product, albeit slightly old now and falling under the Zoopla banner and probably about 34% of the clients we migrated came over from that. Okay. Um, Can't actually get that anymore, can you? No, no, I think they're moving everybody over to their Alto product now is my understanding. Um, another one in their suite, which again is, is one that's getting migrated to Alto is Dupix. Again, very good from a, a lettings and client accounts product, meant that we could always see who the money belonged to, which in end migration is a big, big part of it. If you don't know who the money is, then you, you obviously can't migrate them. And as you touched on at the start, there's, there's sort of a raft of, of new products coming along. And it's, it's always difficult, especially from the outside, picking out what these products actually do. Are they business generation, lead, management, almost like a very light sales force in terms of uh, their approach to it, which the CRMs do. Um, it's certainly my experience that just needs setting up, configuring. And that, that is part of what I'm doing now is, is looking at if you're paying for a CRM, are you getting maximum value out of that product? Is that the job you do now? You go, it's you... one of the elements I provide as a service. So uh, you're paying for Repit, for example, are you making the most of all the functionality that's there? Um, there's an old adage that you use about 20% of the software you actually pay for. But surely that should be Repit's job to do that. Why should someone get you in? Because uh, I will look at it not from a vanilla uh, overarching point of view of saying as a business you could. I get into the detail. Uh, I've often been told I get into the weeds was a term used uh, at certain points that maybe I took umbrage to, but I, I enjoy getting into the detail, learning about business, then setting up the software to mirror that. But, do you, but again, let's come back to the, the terminal. The, the big question is this, is a CRM a customer record machine that, that should generate your business or should you have a business generation machine that holds records? I actually have a third option, which is, a, they call it an ERP, but it's your business software to put it with, a, with another badge on it, which is it runs everything right the way through uh, your accounting, through to your general ledger um, and to diary management and that side of things. So it's not just about lead nurturing. It, it's your whole backbone of your business. Now, interestingly, 
uh, I'm of the opinion that the two things that ruined UK estate agency was one, the portals, and two, CRMs. Okay. Okay. Um, let's just go down this, just, just a rabbit hole, just for a couple of minutes, is... In the old days, we used to have hot boxes and match people. You know, I'm talking more business generation. That's my passion. Mm -hmm. I appreciate we have to have software that keeps the client's monies happy. But in terms of business generation, do you th is that a fair comment that that that, that is a direct, that is delivered to the door of CRMs that they've ruined business generation? I'd need to understand a bit more about why you feel that CR the CRMs have ruined the business generation. Because basically, estate agents have just uh, manually put people on the system. They've gone into a big black hole of the record system, and then when when a property comes on the market, they press a button and it emails it to everyone, when in reality it's picking the phone up. Mm -hmm. Or is it the estate agent's fault for losing the hot boxes? Uh, I think it's a combination of both. Um, and, and I say that, and I hesitate for a moment, because I've seen both sides in the business. I've seen the same CRM system, uh, for want of a better phrase, used in similar businesses to different uh, levels of effect. Um, and the, way, the reason that is, is the CRM is set up uh, more appropriately for the company and what the company wants okay. to achieve. But secondly, the business values and drive is focused around those core qualities that you talked about. Do you think a lot of estate and letting agents are out there want it a magical out the box, you know, plug and play, and they don't, you know, it's like most things in life, you have to put the work in to get the work out. Yeah, uh, the, the, there is that element, and it's very much a case of if you dedicating the time to, to getting the quality in, you know, shit in, shit out is a, a turn of phrase that, that comes from okay. that. Um, and if you do put that effort in, um, but then I've seen an extreme version when I've been over in Australia where um, some of the business generation people don't touch the CRMs. They work in the, their old fashioned approach of nurturing their black books and talking to the people they need to. And then they hand off the, the follow-ups and the administration to their, their admin teams. Um, and they just focus purely on that, that business drive. It's what works for the company. Do you think a lot of agents blame their CRM when in reality they should be looking at themselves in the mirror? It comes back to my sort of three core uh, principles, which is the people and process first, and then you start to look at the products. If you've got those elements right, it also makes it easier for the CRM companies to set up the products if you know what you want. If you're very defined and very clear, then the customizable bits can be geared up to work. And, and ultimately, all companies know they've got a USP, they feel that they've got a, an edge over the competitor on the high street. They need to be able to, to vocalise that and, and pass that on to the companies that they work with as partners. So if I ask you today what the best CRM is, what are you going to say? I would probably go for Rupert. Of course you're going to say that, aren't you? Absolutely. What do you think Rupert could do better? Uh, probably working with my new company more, helping them customise the solution. Of course you're going to say that. <laughs> but come on, what could they be doing better? I feel the customer... Um, Probably what we've lost since the management buyout is a level, and maybe a little bit before the management buyout, is a level of the, the customer service and relationship management. Um, and people often look at and say, well, hold on, Simon's gone, Matt's gone, Gary's gone, Reapit's lost its soul. And it hasn't. The people who deployed the projects when I started, the likes of Jazz Clare, who heads up project management, or Stu Mackay, heads up relationship management, they're there. They're still the same people, they're still the same contacts. Maybe we were a little backwards in, in making those people visible. But the good people who bleed blue and white are still in that business and they're still pushing that relationship and that customer service. And I know with Mark coming in and, and heading it up, there is a renewed focus on it. He is ultimately, Mark being Mark Armstrong, the new CEO, 
he's ultimately a support person who worked 20 years in the support team and that is a passion of his. So I think we will see it, but it's a, it's a difficult one to start building those two areas back up to the, way, the level they were when I joined Repit 10 years ago. I do hope so, because I've got a lot of time for Repit. I just feel they've kind of lost their way in the last couple of years. Oh, the but, good guys are still there. Okay, well, they need to probably just elevate them up and put some more uh, uh, people. Yeah. yeah. Um, Visibility. Yeah. Thank you for your time today. Thanks. Thanks.